Greetings, Matt comrades. It is your humble DM, Mike Gergoni, here to let you know that we here at Material Components are now part of the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. Punch-Up is proud to present such podcasts as Panel Up, The Action Shelf, and The Very Podcast you're listening to right now. And of course, the best way to support all of these shows is by going to patron.podbean.com slash punchup and becoming a patron today. When you do, you'll get access to all sorts of bonus content, including a brand new one-shot from the folks here at Material Components, in which our heroes attempt to solve a murder in the urban fantasy streets beyond the veil. If you ever wanted to hear Michael Lisman playing as Detective Sasquatch, now's your chance. Once again, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup. Thanks for all the support, and now, let's get you into this week's episode. Material Components, Season 2, Episode 79, Phantom Menace. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. Brought to you by the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gergoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Oh, heck yeah. Hello. What's going on, fellow kids? <laughs> Nothing much, Steve Buscemi. What's up with you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Steve Buscemi. The worst part about that is that I'm my brain is full of thirty rock rot, so I know that you accidentally messed up that line. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not getting I'm not getting anyway. uh, copyright stru- struck by them. <laughs> you know they listen to this podcast. I'm, I'm That's true. They do. Hey, Lord yeah. Michaels, thanks for listening. Yeah, Mister mm-hmm. Lord Michaels. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Said it here first. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm Olivia, and I am playing Florian of Aquilar. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Shay. I am Michael, and I'm playing Oswald, Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Elliot, do you remember what happened last time? Yes. Between the night of the 35th and 36th of Hirnal, on the moon-designated... 3098675 Lean into it. There was a death. When the Mari was notified of the body, he and Oswald inspected the corpse of the miner, who most of us had only met just the day before. And the body brought a fear of Florian, since it looked very much like the corpse that Florian had inadvertently drained of all its aether and radioactively killed, decimated. And there was some quick work to, if not figure out what happened, then to at least clear Florian on Shay's part uh, after being told about what happened. And it, and it worked, too. Florian is 100% cleared. <laughs> I don't actually think that we... Yep, that we... yep. court of law. 
Um, we operate with moon law here. <laughs> uh, but in attempting to... Secret moon law. <laughs> because it seemed that the, the mine, something in the mine, deep, deep underground, pulsed and awakened in the night. And the systems of the Tiresian went down for two hours. We're not recording any information on the ship. And in uh, the attempt to double check some of that information on the mines uh, systems, uh, there was a bit of a altercation, verbal altercation between uh, Chief Scowl and Amari. Because uh, the miners are very upset that one of their comrades, friends, has died uh, under circumstances that they don't understand or I think know about. Uh, and then there was a bit of a verbal altercation between various members of our party. Um, but it's a show and we're all still friends, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> be- <laughs> okay, hand wave there from Lisman, dear listeners. Okay, shit. No, um, Shay being very insistent about. <laughs> oh, that was always going to be the case. Yeah. yeah, this is the end game for Oswald. Yeah. Um, uh, Shay being very insistent on going into the uh, storage uh, area in the mine because it seems that one of the uh, guards that had come with Layla is also been decimated, um, and our our uh, our guy. Prontus Machius uh, is missing. Uh, so Shay was very insistent on going to that where he was being kept uh, to kind of get an etheric feel for him, see if we can, I don't know, get him back here or whatever. Um, and Amari was not super keen on that, but, you know, got to do what she got to do. Uh, and the last thing that we saw was going to the cell and the Message scrawled on the back of this cave. Leave while you can. And I suppose we're going to find out if we're going to do that or if we even can. This is true because there has not been one but two deaths here on the mining colony 3098675. Because when you went to go find the prisoner, Prontus Machius, you also discovered not only was he missing from the cell he had been left in, but one of the guards that had been set to patrolling the camp at night was also dead in a similar manner as a couple of people now. Desiccated and dried out and bereft of aether, with their eyes turned to seemingly jade. The first victim also had a strange... Dusting of salt. Oh, this is true. Which Oswald noticed. With his impeccable investigatory skills. I see what you did there, Peck. Yeah, that's very good. Because he's a bird man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you get it, audio listeners? Do you get it? Well, I just want to make sure they understand what's what's going on here. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Let's all bask in my wordplay for a moment. I'm deaf, so I'm just guessing at, at what you're saying. I'm I'm pretty good at reading lips. That explains it is incredibly your role play. impressive. Yeah. 
<laughs> Damn, sick burn right out of the gate. <laughs> Man, I'm sassy tonight. I don't know what's going on. But as Jamiroquai once wrote, we now go deeper underground as we go back to Amari and Shay. The guards that came with you are still posted outside, but the two of you find yourselves just inside the mine. The steep passage further into the underground is rolling out before you, dimly lit by the faint little crystals that are here and there dot the wall here. I wouldn't say it's exactly well lit, but it's not as though it's totally black down here in this mine. They are mining magical space crystals after all. Uh, remind me, Oswald, did you accompany these two as you... No, I did not. Although I believe right. uh, Amari was going to like stream the, the findings to Oswald. Uh, just wanted to confirm that yes so we're, we're about to find using out a why. personal <laughs> using a personal data pad uh i'm assuming you are recording and transmitting this back to your companions amari yeah we're not too terribly far underground Mm-mm. so it should In be fact, able we're to, still like... ground level i think mm-hmm. yeah the mm-hmm. entrance is literally yeah. directly behind you mm-hmm. you've gone less than 30 feet into this mine there is daylight uh, backlighting you. If there were some watcher deeper in this dark place looking at the outlines perfectly uh, clear against the daylight, they would be able to very easily pick you out from the entrance to the cave. Now, mm-hmm. Mike, why would you say something like that? It's cinematic, <laughs> Olivia. That's where the camera is. Yeah. <laughs> Painting mm-hmm, a word picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, not for any particular reason. Uh, I am going to step into the cave or into the room. Okay. So, uh, Oswald, where are you as you're watching this? Uh, great question. Um, somewhere in the camp, I would assume. Uh, probably n- not. Are you still in the sample lab and storage and mess with everyone else? No, I would be in a separate room. Uh, I think, uh, knowing that. <laughs> I'm going to be watching them find a body. Uh, I feel like I should probably be separated. Okay, where did you go? Um, let's look at the map here. Uh, yeah, remember this is a very, very small camp. There are only five buildings total here. Six right. if you count the control tower that is south of here with the vehicle pads. Let's pull it up. Okay. You've got bunkhouses, which you wouldn't have access to those rooms necessarily, except for right. the room with the murdered person in it. True. Um, There's the pump house, which is right outside the mine. Mm-hmm. There's the equipment shed, which is a distance away and further to the south. Yeah. Uh, let's go with the pump house, I guess. It's relatively close. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We'll go with that. Okay. All right. You enter into a very loud uh, concrete building that is full of this wub, 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 wub sound. How easy is it to water hear? water is being pumped. What's going on uh, in this room? Like, uh, hear the recording or the the video transmission. Is it difficult to hear? Uh, if it was just it playing... 
if, if the audio was just playing out of your data pad, probably pretty difficult, but you could easily have an earpiece in. Okay, I'll do that then. Okay. Florian, where are you? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, if if Oswald doesn't like say like, oh, I need privacy for this, then Florian will probably go with him because I don't really want to be by myself in this sort of awkward situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because the miners, Layla and her retainers are all still back at the command bunker, the sample lab and storage building. And so most of you, plus her two guards, left to go to the mines, though Florian and Oswald broke off to go to the pump house and observe because it was deemed that anyone with the aether leeching ability in this locality might trigger something. Mm -hmm. You don't know what. I just don't want to exacerbate things. Mm -hmm. Right. But I really do want to drive home the nature with which now Florian looking over Oswald's shoulder are watching this almost found footage esque uh, detailing of coming into this mine from almost a first person perspective of Amari's point of view and coming across this body and this warped cage and the words scratched onto the mine wall inside the cage itself. The audio you're getting is mostly the sounds of shifting clothing and gear as Amari, like, resettles the camera. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, Reed, but I would imagine, like, Amari has it, like, propped up on, like, a strap somewhere on your shoulder or something to keep both of his hands free. Mm -hmm. Florian. Yeah. As you see those words come up on screen, leave while you can. As Amari turns towards them, I need you to roll me a d12. Oh, good. Oh, good. I love that. Five. Okay. You watch as Shay moves past Amari and enters into the caged area. Shay, what are you doing in there? Um, I think that Shay kind of like uh, stares at the body for like a little, like a beat too long. And then is like, okay, okay. Um, it's going to look like I'm not doing anything, but just give me a second. Um, and I'm going to try to pick out, uh, Prontus Machius's etheric sense. Like, I think, I think what it is, is like, Shay just sort of like stands there meditatively and tries to like pull on the, like the few navigations I've done as well as like, Mr's in talking me through stuff. And like I think it starts with feeling out the ones that are there and then trying to go deeper uh <laughs> into uh feeling the etherics and trying to find what's not there. Uh but we'll see okay. how it goes cuz I'm assuming I have to roll for this. Uh yes, yes is, you do. It is sort of like the whole conceit of the game. Um, so I would like to to, think so. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to use my uh specialization reach out touch eighth, um, Mm -hmm. which seems appropriate, uh, which is a d8. Um, and I have a d6 in perception, so I can use both of those, right? So your uh reach out and touch eighth is in 
Is under perception, yes? Yeah. Yeah, so you could use both the general and the specialization okay. talents. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Plus your tactic and whatever yeah, you want so to throw Yeah, so tactics... The way I described it makes it seem like it's a careful thing. Um, I sort of put mind, uh, the mindfulness yeah. thing in sort of a careful quadrant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that is a d6. Uh, I have a question about feeling spectacularly. So now that we have separated... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't rolled yet, mind Go you. On. Uh, okay. <laughs> I haven't even rolled yet. But since we uh -huh. have since we have separated out dice for talents, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is it just like so I'm rolling two things in perception. So I just have to get so if I get a one if on you... my tactic and a one on one of my talents, does that count? Okay. Correct. Okay. If one of his both three, <laughs> we will adjudicate that okay. when the time comes. That's fair. Um, <laughs> watch me be the first. Um, and then I'm gonna put three of my own aether into this. What are we looking at in terms of? This is a thing I've never done yeah. before, and it's probably this not easy. <laughs> no, no, it is not. Yeah. You are attempting to find traces of a person's aura, essentially. Yeah. Using crystals. Th using the healing <laughs> power of crystals. Um, <laughs> their etheric signature is uh, an inherent thing in everybody in the Dragon's Wake. It is kind of the thing that you use to build etheric constructs on top of yourself in terms of a metanet. It is what you use to like unlock doors or like access secure things that would recognize that energy pattern within you. And it's unique to each person. It's like a fingerprint. Mm -hmm. But it's like a fingerprint that has a half-life. Precisely. It also doesn't help that this guy was only here for about a day. The longer a person is in a place, the longer their etheric signature kind of like wears on the energy of the area they're in. And so that groove is kind of dug into something. Um, so this is, this would be pretty incredible if you managed to a do this thing that you've never done before in a place that is not where this guy lives of a guy who in all likelihood, based on what you know about him is probably like has some form of training to not get tracked in this yeah. way. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> um, he did try to kidnap and kill a half of your crew. So yeah, I don't know what to tell exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> what an asshole. Okay, so 25. So 20, 25, yes. Um, okay, so that is... And also, just keep in mind, for everyone uh, playing this evening, we do have an alley-oop still on the clever oh, track we do. there. Hmm. I put that in the wrong spot. I was filling my character sheet, my my new character sheet, our new playtesting oh. one. Um, but I think I had the tactics in a different order on my old one because I put my D10 in forcefully, which is not where that goes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems off. Yeah.
how hard would I have to argue to switch the tactic so that I could use the alley-oop? I mean, you haven't rolled yet, so this I would true. say not super hard. Okay. Um, I wanna... <laughs> well, just this once. Okay. Uh, so that's double. That will double your tactic die, yeah. Okay. Man, what if I roll a one on all four of these? That would be so fucking funny. Boy, I would laugh um, so hard. Uh, <laughs> make a new character. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm also going to use three of my own aether. Uh, so I'm rolling my tactics and talents hoist. No, those are actually pretty okay. So 16, 18 already. Just for my own edification, how many dice total have, are you rolling? Uh, seven. Wow, okay. Uh, five D6, a D10, and two D10. Nice. Ooh, so we've already got one. 18. Um, 18 plus 9 is 27, probably. Uh, 18 plus 9 is 27, yes. So that succeeds. Huzzah! Oswald, Florian, you watch as Shay enters the space. And Amari, you're standing back a little ways watching, so the camera has a good view of... Shay's whole body standing, facing which direction? Shay, are you facing Amari? Or are you facing the wall? Uh, I'm straight. How evocative of Blair Witch can we get Blair right now? <laughs> No, okay. um, I'm I'm probably like you. Amari is probably look. The camera is probably looking at Shay in profile. So like, I'm not looking at the scary wall or at Amari. I'm looking at a neutral wall. Okay. A neutral wall in this dark cave in which there's a corpse next to you. Yes. Not the scary wall. Mm. Listen, mm-hmm. walls are not inherently good or bad. Of course <laughs> a wall can be evil. <laughs> no, I'm saying all the walls down here are evil. Um, oh, God. It's part of a system, uh, an establishment, okay? An establishment of mm-hmm. evil. Mm-hmm. You reach out. And you are erasing the the other stimuli that you are absorbing here. So sight, sound, taste, touch, all your normal senses, you try to remove yourself from them, focusing only on the etheric. This is something that you've recently learned more and more about. And in expanding your wizardly acumen with the help of Mr. Zinn and time training, you're learning about this sense that everyone possesses, but so few people actually spend the time to hone and learning just how versatile and powerful and almost addictive it can be to give yourself over to just this sense is something you're having to cope with. Because when you let the rest wash away and you feel the world in a way that others really can't, You almost feel sorry for them because of that. You feel these pulsings of energy, these rollings, rhythms of what you know to be emotion coming from Amari. You feel these like dark thrumming pulses from the earth beneath you that you know is the mine and all of the aethite that is down there. It is almost like a sun welling up from the earth and no dirt or stone separates the two of you as you give yourself over to a 
little shoal of the astral sea here. Your thoughts are pulled back and you linger in this place and you try to focus on the presence that was kept here, if only for a brief period of time. Prontus Machius is a careful individual. What little you know about him suggests that he is a dangerous individual, that he is tailor-made by the life he has led to be dangerous. Finding that presence isn't incredibly difficult because compared to the presences of the folk that have worn away the etheric signatures in this place, the miners, those who work day in, day out, pulling crystal from stone, Prontus Machius stands out like a sore thumb. His is a presence not of detailed life or vibrant joy. His is one of ground-down, precise violence. He is a knife among pickaxes. Florian, you watch Shay's eyes go that strange, pearlescent, rainbow color as they give themselves over to wizard shit. Hashtag wizard shit. As you watch... And Florian, you are the only one who sees this. Amari, standing right there, you do not see this. Oswald, watching the same data pad, you do not see this. Shay, giving yourself over to the Astral Sea, you do not see this. Florian, you see a long, dark arm coming down from the ceiling towards Shay. It is made of wispy darkness. It has long, tapering fingers that curl backwards towards the back of the hand. It is as though the fingertips are being blown by a wind that is even now pressing against the hand as it comes down, and the whole fingers will curl backwards like some kind of terrible windsock being caught by winds as it reaches down from the top of the frame towards Shay. I think I do the thing that you do when you're watching a horror movie and something happens. Uh, I think Florian literally says, Shay, get out of there. <laughs> Just Oswald, do the data pad. Oswald, uh, startled, like juggles the data pad for a bit and drops it on the ground. <laughs> um, and goes to pick it up. What? What? Florian, what's, what's the matter with you? The, the thing, the arm, the... The the uh, what? What are you talking about? And then he, he holds up the data pad and looks at it. Yeah, is it still there? The arm is now touching Shay's shoulder, and a figure is pulling itself down <laughs> oh, yeah. to stand I'm behind <laughs> Shay. Out, out of the pump no. house. I'm going to go run to the mine. <laughs> what? what? Oh, Florian! I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's an audio. We've got audio here, right? Right... All you hear from the other end is this wob, 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 <laughs> super loud, perfect, <laughs> perfect <Yeah>. and cool. <laughs> there's, right. there's probably like a clatter noise as the tablet hits the ground, but then like, yeah. I think Florian takes off towards uh, the mine and Oswald's like standing there for a bit. Oh, whatever. And then he just follows his skitters after uh, Florian. Shay. Mm-hmm. 
you feel the presence of Prontus Machius. It was here. It exerted a tremendous amount of strength to destroy the gates that was here. Uh, a huge burst of etherically enhanced strength. That is how you can tell what happened here. Right. Okay. So, um, now... Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. It looked like you were going to keep going. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh. Okay. So, I mean, I'm always going. That's true. <laughs> uh, I think once once they've got it, they like come back and like, okay, I've got the feel of it now. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not. I've never tracked anyone's etheric sense, uh, etheric signature before, but but I can probably feel it out if I'm close enough to him. Okay, does I'm, I'm assuming he didn't go further into the mine, right? Uh, I mean, it's a good question. Uh, would I have to roll to feel that out again? You have him now. Yeah. So it would probably be less difficult. Okay. But figuring out a person's movements yeah. based on their etheric signatures, if they're not actively using aether, is difficult. Yeah. If you were close enough, you're absolutely right. You could sense him now and know where he is if he was close. Yeah. So he's definitely the one that... <coughs> Sorry. He's definitely the one that uh, bust the doors open for sure. Okay. I mean, I you know the guy better than I do. And that's... I mean, the bar is pretty low, but... Does he seem like the type of guy who would escape and go deeper into a mine? Not particularly. Okay. Not if he's saying he... run where you can, you know. Uh, mm, mm, what, mm, no, I guess I wouldn't know about the letters. They didn't have any kind of like, any kind of signature on them or vibe. If they, if he did them he didn't need etheric strength right. to do it and it looks like they're just like scored into the wall here they're not like carved in like a chisel it's just like somebody scratched at the rock enough that you can make out these words okay yeah could have been him uh, from the <clears throat> from the entrance of the mine Amari you hear one of the guards saying sir yeah Go ahead. you gotta let me through and you also hear Florian. Okay. All right. We're coming back. Florian. Yeah. Can I push my way through the... <laughs> yeah. You also hear Oswald <laughs> shouting in the distance. Uh, you don't need to... <laughs> Florian, you don't have to push through the guard. Well, we'll be right there. I can see you. Yeah, can... But can I push through the guards? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm through. I'm going to fucking skid into this, this room. Is there still a big creepy arm? You do not see any big creepy arms. Florian, what, what's going on? I thought you weren't gonna. There was a, a thing. I, I saw it on the data pad. Damn it! Oh. It's gone. Oh, oh okay. There, a thing. there was like a big long like, like you were showing Shay on the data pad, and there was like a big long, hand tendril thing. That like reached down and touched them. Ugh, I didn't feel anything. I it didn't was... see anything either. Yeah, which if it was something etheric, you maybe wouldn't have been able to see it. But we should probably get out of here. 
Yeah, uh, in no, case I, it I, comes back. I've uh, got got the scent, more or less. So if we get close enough to Pontus Machius, if he's hiding somewhere, like if he's hiding on Layla's ship or or in the I mean the woods, I don't know. I'm not gonna go in the woods by myself and try to fucking find him, but I can probably feel him out, so so yeah, let's get out of this terrible place. Just to remind you all, one of the other reasons you came to this location to begin with was the energy spike that the Tiresian detected from the mine. Uh, whatever caused it, the only way you can get more information about that is from the more sensitive devices near the bottom of the mine. Oh, is that and, the other reason we came in here? I mean, Chief Scowell did not want to send any of his people down into the mine if the Aethite was acting hinky, um, but he did admit like that was the only way you were going to learn more about what caused that. I'm not saying you have to go do that right now. I'm just okay. saying that is something that might be on the itinerary. I don't know. We should not do that right now. We should go. We we're already here. At this point Poke is when the Oswald bear enters. <sighs> what? What's going on? Florian, what, what, Oswald, what is the matter with you? What? Yes? There was, there was a thing on the data pad. I just had to make sure that it wasn't going to, like, you know, jump down and get Shay and Amari and, and these What are you fellas. talking about? I was looking at the data pad. I didn't see anything. There was a big, long shadow arm. You didn't see that? No. No, I did not see that. You didn't see that? No. What are, what are, what are some of the... Mike, what are some of the, the quintessential... Uh, uh, symptoms of uh, i mean hallucinations we already have determined are one of them what is fantastic fan freaking fantastic uh uh, florian what did you see exactly you saw something reach out i will describe it exactly as you did mike the hand with the fingers like being brushed Mm -hmm. backwards as if in a wind on a on shay's shoulder Mm -hmm. eventually yeah uh shay you mind if i uh uh, take a look really really uh, quick yeah, sure. uh while while oswald or before oswald does that mm-hmm. um did it look like when the fingers were like being blown back did it look like they were being was it like oh there's like a like an aura around shay that they had to like force themselves through or was it just weird and creepy it can be both <laughs> <laughs> okay but it did it did maybe give that impression of there was, like, resistance at some point. Imagine a hand made of a thin, gauzy cloth that, despite the fact that there is a wind acting upon it, it is still pushing itself towards whatever is causing the wind. I will not be imagining that. <laughs> Sounds Thank like, you, a, like a, some sort of blender animation. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it's just okay. skin. Okay, let's make it worse. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was dark and made of strange, gauzy shadow stuff. Love it. Nice. All right, but yeah, you should definitely check and see. If yes. Shay yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sleeveless today. Check it out. <laughs> uh, can I? Do I see anything? Do I observe a salty handprint of some sort? You find a very thin rhyme of salt <gasps> no. on Shay's shoulder. 
Yes. Oh. Yes. Should I should I brush it? Can I brush it off now, or do you need to? Wait, hold on. Uh, let me just take a okay. sample of that and just brush it into a something. I don't know. Uh, Florian is like attempting to, as they're talking, like trying to push them out of the jail cell. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, hold on. Now, uh, we, I, uh, I, I know we saw the body through um, uh, Amari's uh, uh, search, but I'd, I'd like to take a quick look, and if, we, if you don't mind. Okay, uh, but there is an invisible, creepy hand thing. Here yeah, but you could that... you could see it, right? You can see it. So, but but you don't see it now, right? So we're good. Florian will just big shrug. But ooh, this, ooh, this I have is a terrible proof. idea. Yes. Amari, Amari, uh, turn your 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 thingy to me, and Oswald. Someone look at the. Oh, but it's a terrible oh idea, right? The ooh. worst horror movie. Oh, we gotta do it. We have to do it. Or oh, horror what? video game trope. Oh no, this is excellent. Florian, look the, at the, the day Ooh, I don't want to. No, this is good. This is good. I'll do yeah. it. I'll do it. I don't mind. I'll look. Well, you can't I'll see it. <laughs> oh, you're right. Okay. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. Oswald. I'll look through Oswald. the data pad. Yeah, yeah. Florian, you look through the data Around pad. The room. Oswald, you mm-hmm. hold the data pad, my my data pad, and I'll train a gun at whatever is supposedly there, okay? So wait, I'm holding your data pad. Who's holding my data pad? Florian. Florian, because Florian's okay. the one that can see the thing. Okay, right, okay. So you, you just sort of like... <laughs> Directed around the room. We're safe. It's like still here. We f- yeah, we figured out that we're safe as players, right? In a video game. <laughs> oh, it can't hurt us until we see it. But once we see it, oh shit, it's going to pop off. All right, well, let's do this. All right, here we go. In the name uh, of science. I, I have Peerless drawn. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Like, I'm aiming at, like, above Shay. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start the worst level of <laughs> the any worst horror video game. <laughs> it's a weird I'm Silent Hill around level. around the room and see if there's any. Oh, we've moved past Silent Hill. We're in Fatal Frame now, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Literally, we are in Fatal Frame. A game I had completely forgotten about. <laughs> for, yeah, good reasons to figure out that. You're welcome. All right, so pulling out this data pad, you turn on the the video setting florian and you slowly raise it to look down the mine shaft it is slow too and i think he's sort of making it like uh, noise <laughs> just very gently um yeah i'm i mean i'm going to i'm going to scan the room really quickly first that we're in the like the chamber and then i will like yeah, doing that thing where you don't want to peek around the corner. It's just me playing oh, Amnesia. me playing Amnesia, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, again, remember, like, there's not really a chamber. There's a closet that this is kind well, of that, being kept in. That's what I mean, yeah. 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 Okay. So starting in there with the words, leave while you can, and the center of the frame, you turn it on. Pretty- and... <laughs> There is the light being cast by the data pad itself that is trying to accommodate for the darkness of the mine. The camera lens going in and out of focus slightly on the words as the light is adjusting and the lenses are trying to capture this space in naturalistic light as the chems in this thing try to understand it anyway. There's nothing in the closet. Besides those words etched on the wall. And as you slowly pan away across the ruined, twisted wires of the door that have been burst from the inside. As you track towards 
the deep darkness of the mine shaft that leads deeper underground. You don't see anything. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's nothing here anymore. Well, that that's okay. all good for our, you know, I- immediate safety, but I would like a way to be able to record whatever this is. Uh, having some sort of physical proof of Florian's innocence would be quite useful. The, the salt is on my shoulder. The salt on the guy? The salt on the other guy? It would... Yes, but that would just be our word against, you know, whatever they happen to believe at this time. Um, and also, like, a, yeah, there's a monster that leaves salt on your shoulder, but don't worry, no one but me can see it. Might sound a little... Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not our best card to play. Which just, no. you know, we just need empirical evidence, that's all. So perhaps we go deeper into the mind and find it. Right? We all go in? It can't just be me, because I'm, you know, what if something's high up or whatever. Right. Uh, How, if we get in trouble, though, how do we defend ourselves against something that only Florian can see through a camera that sucks you dry of your aether and kills you very dead? Uh, Now, it's... Technically, we don't know that Florian can only see it through the camera, right? Perhaps it left before Florian and I arrived. So it okay, could be something that enough. Florian could see in person. Just just throwing that out there. Fair enough. So how do we defend ourselves against something only Florian can see that is incorporeal and kills you dead? Well, the first thing we should do is um, maybe... Maybe we should do a, a quick uh, retreat uh, and see if we can find any information on this on the meta net. Uh, anything retreat, meeting. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, and then delve deep into the mine. Find the evidence we're looking for. Right? Okay. Yes. Good enough for me. All right. Well, wow. I wasn't expecting that to work. You'll turn and start to leave? Yeah. I mean, this can't be the first mine that's had something creepy and horrible happen to it. Although I will say... I mean, they're mines, so no. Exactly. I I will say, uh, the instruments at the base of this mine were able to get a good reading, as far as we've been told. Perhaps this could help us narrow down uh, what we are looking at. Right. In point of fact, they have not. Oh, they have not. Never mind. The the they basic could. instruments they have up here got like a reading that confirms right. the spite that the Tiresian detected at night. But to get more detailed information, you will need to access the machines that are near the bottom of the mine. Right. Question okay. about those machines that are at the bottom. Are they on an isolated system? If they weren't, you would assume that Chief Scowl right. oh, would have said. Hmm. Yes. I was thinking that maybe we could we could have Mara just pop in there and get a reading for us so we didn't have to go down there, but I don't think we can do that. Well, no sense. Also, sending, uh... it, it it is potentially a dangerous thing that like feeds on etherics Aether. and she yeah. is entirely made of etheric, so that might be bad. 
builds character. Um, Dying? <laughs> Depends on the character. Yeah, it builds. It did for Oswald. Say, yeah, it builds character because then you have to build a new character yeah. afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah. It would also be extremely dangerous. Um, okay. As you're leaving and going back towards daylight, the two guards at the entrance to the mine are definitely exchanging worried looks, having overheard a lot of this. And Florian, you stumble slightly. Something makes your hoof go out from underneath you. You don't fall or anything, but just like there's something makes you slip. Okay, and I will look there's down. There's a, a slight clatter and you look down and it looks like this long, thin sliver of white material. Hmm. Styrofoam? Bo- bo- bone-like. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't have sense. to clarify it. Like, we knew it was bone-like. I mean, Lisbon um, said styrofoam. I think he'd probably yeah. need it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I, I, I needed it. It was for me. Uh, can I... I'm going to pick it up. Okay. Seems cursed. Whatever. It's a small bit of bone. It maybe came from, like, a finger or something. Mm-hmm take it with me out of the mine okay you all leave the mine bone in hand several actually um so uh, all right so um i suppose i'll do a little bit of uh, digging uh does this sound like like a ghost of some sort like some sort of etheric ghost is that what is that the kind of i guess i can do a knowledge or a research check to I mean, I'll say even before you roll, ghosts are real. Yeah. Um, it, somebody with strong enough etherics who dies suddenly while using those etherics can leave like a an echo behind uh, in certain situations. Mm. And those echoes are usually extremely violent and have been known to kill people. Uh, it happens more often than not uh, to wizards, um, but it can happen to mages as well. Um. In in the, the, I guess you'll find out from the research on that uh, whether or not they're just like yep, and they leave salt behind too. Oh, so. Specific. What uh, <coughs> <coughs> while, while you're researching Get out your, that? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, if if you are researching that, you sure uh, we're currently standing well, outside of the mine. Um, I don't yeah. know if we need mm-hmm. to go somewhere. It, yeah, I was gonna say like I, walking, we're walking and talking. Yeah, it ac- actually, this might not be information that's on the the greater net. It might be something that Layla could know, though, if there were any, if there have been any other ventures here, other other yeah, like and operations. specifically ones that yeah. had deaths. Well, there was I can ask her. someone who died here. A while ago, if I recall, Scowl nope. mentioned. No, no, no. He uh, he different... died on a different different mining planet. Oh, he was part of the part of the the like main group, but it was a different. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Where are you headed? Are you going back to the sample lab? That's where everybody is. Um, probably not. That's where you left them. It's been less than twenty minutes. It's still pretty early in the morning. That's true. Uh, probably not there. 
Um, although somebody should should somebody update them or uh, at least assuage any <laughs> concerns they may have. Uh, oh, ha- ha- have we come to a point where we can assuage concerns? That's great. I, <laughs> I wish someone would let me know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, a bunch I of people like the very anxiously that we have now. Is, is is worse to share. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. I I would say so. I mean, okay. Let me correct listen. my se- sentence. Lie to them. <laughs> Let's no, lie, actually, to them. I, I, lie to them to make them feel better. I I do think that Scowl and Layla should be updated. I mean, they should know about the message that's in the cave, and make their decisions about what they want to do with regards to that. Um, I would like to take one of these guards and I, I am actually concerned that Prontus Machias might be hiding on Layla's ship. I would like to talk to one of these guards, one of her like mm. contingent about the makeup of their ship and if that's possible and maybe do a sweep to see if he's like hiding and they're going to pop out and stab somebody. Right. Because if he's just randomly in the woods somewhere, then there's not a whole lot that any of us can do about that. Bigger fish to fry at the moment. Oh, yeah, ghosts. but if he's, you know, somewhere we could find him, then I would like to know where that is, if it is. Right. Well, uh, Amari, I say you update your wife and Scowl, and I will take care of researching whatever it is that is in this mine. And then, Shay, you can, I suppose, check the ship or... Any, I, I shouldn't be giving orders. I'm just a little bird man. I'll let you do what you need to do. Quick cue. Yes, Florian. Our <laughs> uh, Vesnes and... Vesnes and Kala went with us to the the mess room, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And presumably they're still there. Okay. So we should also uh, update... I mean, we don't have to get into it, uh, especially for Kala, maybe. I think that that... Anyway, we should just let them both know that Prontius Machius is, like, out. So if they go back to the Tiresian, just to, like, make sure he's not hiding on our ship. I mean, I know that, like, especially now that we know that there was, like, a two-hour blackout where Mira wasn't recording uh yeah ins and outs mm. or that he's make sure he's not stealing our ship I don't think as you Mara say that Tiresian <laughs> takes off as we say that <laughs> I have just rolled a void dice and the danger gauge is going to increase to the medium threshold mm. and Shay you get an alert on your personal ah, calm yes. from Mara <sighs> Saying that somebody is attempting to steal the Golden Comet. But I oh. took so many parts out of it. <laughs> ah, nuts. Uh, Alright, well, gonna... there we go. We know where he way. is now. Well, shit, now I know. Well, I'm glad I spent all that time trying to figure out what this dude felt like. Shit. Well, that solves one mystery. Uh, one more mystery to go, I suppose. Well done, me. Anyways, um... Uh, I'm going to start investigating, or I'm going to try and find something. Um, I don't know what I necessarily need to roll for that, Mike. Um, 
So Shay gets an alert that somebody's trying to steal yeah, the golden so comet. And I love the, the, I and love the visuals of this. Go, think, yeah. Florian like, and Shay run on. towards the Tyresian and Oswald's like, take care of oh, oh, great. You guys go have fun. I, I, <laughs> I mean, did, you, did you tell us what's going on or is it just like you got a text message? I'm just trying to figure out um, like if that was Shay. I think Shay says like, I, I do think that Shay says something like, well, that answers that fucking question and takes off. So I don't know. Take from that what you will. I'll follow. That's it, yeah. I mean, if Shay's running, then I guess then there's something them. wrong because I don't do that. Oh, and then I remember halfway through, I can levitate. <laughs> I, I run like fifty feet, and then I'm like, oh wait, shit. <laughs> Jean Gray, the rest yeah. of your way there. <sighs> and Florian and Amari, you are following. Oh, yeah. Uh, the two guards that were with you are sticking to you, Amari, as you take off. Great. And Oswald, you're just hanging out and starting some meta net research. I don't think I even in the noted. middle of the road here. Yeah, I'm just kind of like uh, looking. I don't even notice everybody leave. You know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the next time I, I look up, I'm by myself. Um, yeah, I really I hope this horrible phantom thing doesn't kill Oswald. Well, <laughs> if this was a horror movie, Oswald and, would be uh, dead. And here I am sitting by myself, uh, uh, talking to myself. All right. The three of you plus two guards rush back to the Tiresian. You find that the uh, cargo bay doors have been opened. And there is a figure uh, sitting in the partially disassembled cockpit of the Golden Comet, uh, attempting to get it to start, despite the fact that, yes, indeed, uh, you have pulled out a lot of parts of it already. And I'm about to make it stop working. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that feels pretty swift. I feel like I'm taking a swift action. Uh, and I'm going to wreck it. Okay. So that's 2d8. Uh, plus my d6 for advanced tech. Uh, how hard... How many? How much aether is in the golden comet at the moment? None. You've yeah. Strip this thing yes. effectively. Oh, like, so he's it's... probably using his own etheric to try to juice, uh, uh, jump it. That's a safe assumption. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm gonna pull an aether maybe. from the Tyrese. <laughs> I don't think this guy is as stupid as I want him to be. Um, I'm going to pull an Aether from the Tiresian and use one of my own. Um, how hard is this going to be? How difficult? This should be easy. Right? This thing shouldn't be able to fly to begin with. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. i got to roll my tactic and talents. Hoist. Uh, so I'm rolling uh, 3d6 and 2d8. Um, yep, to try to get 10. Yeah, which, like, okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I still have my 8 to roll, so. I will, I would like a total. Uh, that is fair. Uh, 19. Oh, I'm going to spend an XP to re-roll one of my Aether. <laughs> cool, cool and good. <laughs> oh, I can choose any dice to re-roll. Correct. Okay. I'm gonna re-roll. 
my advanced tech. Yeah, uh, so that puts me at 15, 24. 24, okay, that is critical victory. So you can get a couple of options. You can make an alley-oop. You can remove someone from the conflict. You can lower the danger <laughs> gauge. There. Pretty obvious choice there. Uh, yeah, I I would love to pop the danger gauge down, but I do think that making it so that Prontus Machias cannot uh, act meaningfully in this scene, mm -hmm. yeah, would be good. And the fact that you assume that it is Prontus yeah. Machias is probably why you go so yes. hard so fast. Mm -hmm. So when Daryl comes screaming oh, out of this piss. cockpit as the Aether systems go wild in the Golden Comet, going, oh, shoot, as he comes scrambling out slightly on fire. He's rolling around on the cargo bay and, like, patting himself and trying to put out the Aether fire that started in his overalls. Uh, you feel like you've maybe put a little too much effort into stopping this hick. It's called hypervigilance. I'm valid. And and also he's like still trying to steal and our also ill-gotten goods. So Daryl, what the fuck? Uh, and Daryl will kind of like keep rolling around, going, "Oh, oh God, I'm on fire! Oh, I'm on fire!" And he's still on fire. Uh. There's got to be like I, I, I pro there is probably a fire suppression dealy thing down here. Like a probably not. We don't call them fire extinguishers, but like fire suppressor. Yeah, a fire suppressor. And I'm just like mm -hmm. boredly standing there, like. And this like crystalline blue powder just like coats him and immediately puts the fire out and little tinkling beads of uh, sapphire aethite like roll to the ground now glowing a little bit having absorbed the fire's energy mm -hmm. like that spill powder for stores a little bit yeah except with fire and mm -hmm. crystals so it's cooler so it's much cooler Daryl will uh, stare up at you awkwardly as the group kind of Comes in Reservoir Dog style and surrounds him. <laughs> and then we kill him Reservoir Dog style. Oh, God. <laughs> A man has died, Daryl. And this is this is what you're doing? I just want to get out of here. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, man. But, like, there are other options. Sorry about the fi being on fire thing, but you weren't going to get out with this thing anyway. Florian will kind of kick the Golden Comet a little bit. And one of the p bottom panels, like, falls off. <laughs> oh, thanks for loosening that. I couldn't get that off last night. The guards that accompanied you, Amari, will look to you, and there's an expression like, you want us to get this guy? I mean, just take him back to the group. I mean, let's let's all go back. Like, I'll help yeah. him up. Uh, Daryl will kind of like gingerly get up. He seems to be overplaying uh, a limp. Yeah. If Daryl fucking tries to sue us because he was injured on our property, I will be so mad. <laughs> it's part of the, the mining thing. 
uh, here that they can't sue for any anything that happens on this planet. No, wait, and, that's not good either. Nope, yeah. it's not. It super isn't, but them's the rules. Oh, wait, are you trying to get workman's comp? Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, let's actually... We'll, we'll, we'll make it so that you tripped. <laughs> we'll help you get no, the No, it seems... Very clear that Daryl was trying to escape the yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, come on, let's let's all go back to the lab building. We do have some information for everyone to hear, so while this is all happening, Oswald, you're standing kind of at the crossroads between the mine and the lab and everywhere else. Yeah. Flicking through the metanet on your spectacles? Yes, that is correct. Yes, that is correct. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I'm i not sure if this would be an investigation or a knowledge check. Um, I mean, knowledge is basically trying to figure out stuff that you already know. Okay. I don't think you have any specializations in creepy salt ghosts. No, I, I have... Ethereophysics is probably the closest. I don't know if that's fully. It's, that's, it's, I, yeah, that's about like how aether reacts in, in yeah, yeah experimental situations. It's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no. Uh. Oh, what about history? Is there a, a recorded uh, moments in um, recent Dragon's Wake history of ghosts, uh, aether ghosts showing up? Recent history or history? Well, I just have Dragon's Wake history uh, is my uh, skill. Okay. Uh, yeah, you could absolutely give me a Dragon's Wake history roll to see if cool. any of this is striking a chord. I mean, I, I just my guess, but given the galaxy-spanning war that just happened, perhaps there may have been more. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. That's just a guess. There have certainly been an uptick in ghostly activity yeah. in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what kind of uh, number am I looking for here, Mike? Uh, what tactic are you using? Uh, clever. Clever seems good. It. I would say this would be pretty incredible. This yeah. is some like folklore type information that yeah. I don't know if Oswald would have off the top of his head, but we're going to roll and find out. We sure are. Uh, okay, well, uh, I am going to roll... My clever, my knowledge, and my Dragon's Wake history. And then I'm going to add two Aether points onto that. Um, So 25 is the number we're looking for here. Yeah, we'll see if this happens. Um, And just keep in mind that the danger gauge is up still in the medium threshold. So failure will mean removal from the scene. We're... The scene here is the return of Daryl and the, like, reestablishment of order with the information you now have. Mm -hmm. So if you choose failure with this role, it will mean that Oswald can't necessarily help out in the following scene that's going to happen. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, here's here's hoping. Um, Okay. Uh, 21, 
eight. What number did I need to beat? 25 oh, was the number to beat. Great. Like I said, this is something more of folklore than like history, but there is history in folklore, obviously. Your research into matters of the void is what you're reminded of here. Because in that research, you've gone far and wide in terms of like, obviously studying the void directly is frowned upon. But there are a lot of like tangential subjects that people talk about and discuss and research in terms of like effects of void madness and void energy's effects on ships and things of that nature. There are also a thousand thousand creepy stories that spring up from space travel in general and stuff to do with the void specifically. For every story out there of ships just going into the void never coming back or going into the void and getting damaged by something you know, out there. Mm -hmm. The rarer story is of the ship that comes back empty. Of the ships that come, or not even come out of the void, but are found after leaving the void with their crews gone. With passengers seemingly vanished into thin air. Occasionally... For every ten of those stories, there is one of a single survivor remaining on those vessels where the entire crew has disappeared. Those people are usually struck with void madness beyond repair, beyond cognition or recognition. And for every ten of those stories, there is one of a survivor who is cognizant and aware enough to tell stories of spectral entities that followed them out of the void of some kind of void ghost. They're called darklings. Which you've already heard of and are mm -hmm. specifically have been asked to research. <laughs> there are lots of other creepy stories surrounding darklings. Sometimes it's empty ships where Everyone's vanished mid-warp, and all that are found are little notes and messages of people in their last struggles against some supernatural something. And again, all of these are hearsay, spooky stories spread around on the metanet. None of this is well-documented. None of this is, like, thoroughly researched. This is all just, like, tangential stuff that you get when you do a looking-glass search of spooky void stuff. Mm-hmm. The amount of creepypasta that involves the void is literally astronomical. A unifying bit of Darkling mythology is the presence of salt. And smells of salt water on ships where the crews have vanished. Like a rancid ocean. That's a repeating motif. The precise, like salty handprint that's not necessarily something that's like a repeating mm -hmm. thing that happens in these stories but salt is at times associated with darklings well it will now when i publish my article about this the other thing that is like very commonly associated with darklings and it's probably like the most famous darkling stories usually involve this to one extent or another 
is the masks they leave behind. Literal masks? You're not an expert. You don't... Literal masks. Like, you'll find an empty ship and all that's left is a mask that is left there. And they're always made of bone. And, like, a little bit of MetaNet research while you... Like, this, these stories, like, occur to you as all these facts come together. And you do a little bit of flipping through and, like, yeah. A lot of these creepy stories that you can find on the MetaNet involve, like... People who are stricken with void madness who are found wearing a darkling mask or a darkling mask found just by itself left alone in a ship or a darkling mask will come up for auction in some like backwater uh, antiques dealer. And then the person who buys that mask is cursed by the return of the darkling who comes looking for its mask. That tracks. Hmm. Is it. Is there any detail about. Like the masks appearing to be seamless, or do they appear to be made of smaller bones and bone fragments? Depends who's writing the story. It changes. Gotcha. Okay. And again, none of this is like documented science. We're talking about these are stories you're finding on the meta that hearsay. are presented as though they're a fact, but they are on like creepypasta sites that are meant to be like, and this actually happened. I can think of a Taro that would believe every single thing I'm reading. <laughs> uh, Midrian. Oh, He's Midrian. Midrian. I thought you were talking about me for a second. I was no. going to be like, bro. Yeah, no. Um. Okay. Yeah. I. It's good to have at least the folklore, you know, understanding of it. Yeah. And there are, very similar stories told about ghosts as well, mm -hmm. honestly. And sometimes the two are used interchangeably in certain stories. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so after I'm done researching, I'll look up uh, expectantly to see the rest of the group. <laughs> oh, we're walking back. <laughs> oh, I see them walking back. Oh, okay. All right. Well, and he'll just head over to the to and join the group. No, um, uh, no, uh, Prontus? You didn't find Prontus on the ship? No, Daryl was trying to steal the Golden Comet. Really? I mean, it's not... Yeah. I mean, it's I missing mean, so many freaked pieces. out. Eh, he's just yeah. freaked out. Well, I can understand, considering what we're dealing with. I'm sorry, I just thought... I'm all spooked. It's understandable. Yeah, Daryl, it's fine. Right, well, dealing with some sort of void ghost can be quite terrifying, yes. What? Oh, right. Mm. <laughs> well, I was going to break it to, to all of you. Yes. Um, yeah, we're dealing with some sort of darkling creature. But on the positive, not Florian. So, yeah. Not that anyone thought... So loudly. Not that so anyone thought it witnesses. was Florian to begin with, because that would be wild. Right. Of course. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Daryl going, what? That's, Sorry, that... we've seen a lot of weird fucked up shit, and it means we all have weird fucked up senses of humor. It's not... Have you Amari, ever... when Oswald says darkling or, like, void ghosts, uh, your first instinct is to immediately dismiss it, because all those stories are mostly bullshit used to scare first-time spacers. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else could it like? Not not what else could it be? But I mean, given the the things that we saw Florian do on the ship, not 
like what like two weeks ago at this point that's true you know it's like I'm sure why not <laughs> it might as the well one, be this <laughs> another big detractor from that being the case none of this is happening on a spaceship this planet has not recently traveled through the void mm-hmm. <sighs> unless florian brought it here this is like I this am is the void no, the this void is incarnate. This is the shit. This is the shit that uh uh Mr. Zinn was talking about stuff spreading. So and you don't even know you're doing it. So yeah. Okay. <sighs> cool. So you all head back to the sample lab and mess area with Daryl in tow. When you arrive, you find Chief Scowell uh, suddenly relieved that you have Daryl because they had thought he'd gone missing too. We found your guy. Oh, oh, thank the gods. Uh, where was he? He had uh, gotten turned around. Yeah, out for a walk. Just patting Daryl on the Darryl. back. <laughs> and Daryl will once again say, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry about that, Chief. Uh, meant to tell you, I just needed some fresh air. Yeah, he's all right, though. And Scowl will kind of give him a look, but then nod and say, All right, well, just uh, just be sure we're all staying here until we get this sorted out, all right? And Daryl will nod and go sit over by Dave. The miners have now, like, clumped up into groups over at the, the mess tables, uh, Layla and her attendants are off to one side. They are, they all have like data pads out and are saying things to Layla and she will have a response and then they will like key in some message. She's apparently sent having like three different, uh, message conversations at the same time with different people trying to probably get help for this place. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to determine whether the best person to talk to first would be Scowl or Layla. Probably Layla. So. I mean, are we telling them different levels of information? I don't think so. I don't. I don't see any benefit to withholding information from anyone. It's such a small operation here that you know. Yeah. Everyone's already on edge. If that's the case, it might be more expedient and also a good All right. political move to bring it, loop them both in together. Yeah. All right. In that case, I'd like pull them all aside and uh, not them all, but those two uh, and give them the full rundown of everything that we found in the mine. The information that Oswald uh, like found on on the Metanet and be like, Hey, this is this is this is the information. How do we go about solving this problem? Trying to be as like pragmatic as possible. Are you telling them about the Florian stuff? N- well, Layla already knows. So okay, I don't need to bring I guess that up. are you telling Scowl <laughs> no, about okay? No. So you're you're tactfully leaving out any mention of Florian's weirdness. Yeah. I mean, if if it comes up of like, I mean, are you telling them about the weird spectral arm thing? 
Yeah. Okay. I would say, uh, sure. I'll, I would share that. Sure. Yeah. I, that, I feel like that's not inc- incredibly hard to, um, Florian, like to just like, uh, he's Florian, from, he's from void touch. He it's has probably an Akalar yeah, thing. He has, yeah. He has weird, cool <laughs> void seeing abilities. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry about where no, this comes from. Actually, oh, don't worry. He's, no. he's, 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 the, he's the Minotaur or whatever. Don't worry. He's, he's cool. He's no! Cool. I'm I'm not, no, no, no. Don't, don't say that. that. <laughs> please, please don't do that one. Uh, but I really want to, though. <laughs> no. I mean, that would be funny. Mm. I do love a good goof. Yeah. Do you remember? And the last that one time, is a classic. And, do you remember yeah, the last you know, time one of us me. inadvertently said something uh, and it turned into a whole subplot? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here, actually. Literally, why yeah, we are here. Actually, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amari, I'm going to need an influence roll. Okay. This will determine how Chief Scowl and Layla, to a lesser extent, take this information. Um, let's see here. We used up the how, alley. How much of a panic are you causing? Uh, can I toss an assist on here? Yeah, I'd like to as well. Uh, yeah, anyone can. Sweet. Okay. All right. So I'll have y'all roll those just so we can do this as a nice group effort. Roll them bones. Them um, oh, yeah. I will say it, it, will, it will be hard to not present this information and cause some amount of panic. Not like a full-blown ah, but like, yeah, so distressing is a good way of putting it. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to try and be relatively clever here. Um, mm-hmm. And then let's say since Layla is part of this conversation, uh, I think my wife, my wife applies to this influence role. Um Okay. So she'll be there to hopefully back me up on this mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I've got a D8 and a D10. And then just curious, what am I getting in terms of uh, dice size from y'all for your assists on this? Uh, oh, D6 D8 from me. me. Sorry, Lisman, what was that? D8. A D8. Okay, so this is, a, this is pretty, pretty spicy. Um, I'll throw an Aether of my own on there. Okay. Why not? That's okay. Seven plus five is twelve. Sixteen. And a three okay. from me. And five from one. Twenty-four. Twenty-nine. One more. Uh, excuse me, Mike. That seven was an eight. Oh. Said so I. Yeah. So you're yeah. Yeah. So that bumps With us to thirty, yeah. which. Is a critical I know success. that sounds like sketchy as fuck that I was like, oh, I actually had this one more, but I fucked up my roll on the D8. So, mm, yeah, I see. Uh, all right. So you got a critical victory there. Um, would you like an, an alley-oop? Would you like to prevent Chief Scowl from acting for the remainder of the scene? No. <laughs> or would you like to dip the danger yeah, gauge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're taking that danger gauge uh, back down to the, the previous level. All right, yeah, danger gauge goes back down to four, so we are now out of the medium threshold and back to low. <laughs> Just shoving the horror back in the, like, no, you get back in there. What is that one God, piece I love gift? the danger gauge. Danger I, gauge is great. Si- <laughs> situations like this where we're all assisting make me think of 
Um, I've been playing playing Don't Rest Your Head recently, and I was like, oh, you know what would be so interesting is if people who assist also face the same consequences of... But then I was like, okay, but in situations like this, if Amari had failed, it would have literally <laughs> taken us all out immediately. I mean, would be very the, funny. There is a level of like, <laughs> we're engaging in, in social like stuff as a group, and it, if one person fails, the entire group's credibility just gets thrown out the window. It's true. Right? It's true. But true. like, at the same time, oh, you could also Mike's come back from that it. too in social situations. So. Sure, sure. And we could too, but we would just like the consequence of it would be we would just need to, it would be need to be a separate scene before mm-hmm. we could try again to, to salvage that. New rule. If you're assisting on a roll and it fails, you take the consequence of the one step down. threshold below where you currently are. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Fun. And that assumes everyone is helping and you fail a roll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Watch me do that. Gotta have that. Uh. Yeah. 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 With this group, you always gotta ask, what if, though? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Cool shout out to Fred Hicks and the awesome game Don't Rest Your Head for giving us this brand Absolutely. new mechanic. <laughs> Fascinating. Writing that down for later. (laughs) As you... (laughs) Look, I have well established that the Aether Mm -hmm. system is uh, wholesale pillaging from so many other sources. It's a hodgepodge. Mm -hmm. It is a hodgepodge indeed. A refrigerator soup of tabletop RPGs. (laughs) Yum, yum, yum. uh, As you try to assuage the... uh, discontent that is building within Chief Scowl and your wife, uh, you do so admirably. You tell them about the situation, and while everything you're saying is bad, (laughs) nothing is good about what you are detailing here. You are letting them know in such a way that it feels like you are in control, and you're maybe not saying it, but there's definitely an implication that you can handle what is happening here. Mm. So Level heads know. will prevail. You know, I just like took a, liars. <laughs> I just took a seminar at my new job about how to tell customers bad news. So Oof. just Florine's using this out of character knowledge. Chief Scowl is very concerned about the escaped Imperial prisoner loose in the surrounding area. He lets you know that he, besides the two ships that you arrived on and the land vehicles that are also at the landing pad, there is no transport on this world. There's nowhere for him to really go. The surrounding environment isn't dangerous, per se, but it is just wild territory. And the initial like surveys of this world didn't indicate that anything was like predatory to sapient life, but just being out in the woods is dangerous if you're doing it by yourself. Um, how often does, uh, like a transport show up to pick up their like mind materials? Once a phase. Once a phase. Okay. Because, I mean, if he was 
I don't know if he was super concerned about just getting away from stuff. I'd go camp out for a long time if he had the ability to survive and hop on one of those when they weren't expecting it, right? Instead Wasn't of, there one that was coming relatively soon? You've got a couple of things coming relatively soon. Mm-hmm. Within the turn span, there is going to be more infrastructure dropped off at the behest of Layla. Mm-hmm. The next pickup date isn't until the 20th of next month. It's a, it's a while. So... Yeah, unless you're willing to wait until the the 20th of Waitheus, uh he would recommend that the only other ways off this planet are either the ships that are coming next turn span or the two that you've got at the and I will landing platform. I will quickly interject that I would like make to Layla that I would like to sweep her ship with the guards like if there's any place where he could be hiding to try to steal it um because i have i can sense out his etheric signature now so i can probably find him if he's there just to make sure that he's not that it's not the he's just going to camp in the woods which i think is our best case scenario (laughs) (laughs) and yeah she'd agree to that and dispatch would you want one or two of the guards with you? How about we take two of them? Because I probably can't take this dude on by myself if if he just fucks up one of these guards. Okay. So, just to be clear, there are three guards left. One of them is currently stationed at the entrance to the first murder scene. And the other two are now going to be accompanying Shay in sweeping the Radiant One. Unless you would like me to only take one guns. These aren't my, like, I'm I'm deferring to Amari here, I guess. I think doing a thorough sweep is important. Yeah. Especially because, yeah. Do we Whatever need we a decide guard, about. Do we need a guard uh, standing outside the murder scene at, at the moment? I, I mean, I don't think so. Unless I guess crime there's. Scene is the word, but. Yeah, I guess. Chief Scowl can just tell people, hey, don't go in there. It's like it's off limits and hopefully they listen. Right. I don't know if there's any sort of bad thing that can happen with people interacting with one of these de-eighthed bodies. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, it's also the same point of like, I don't know if we need a perimeter guard at this point, because what we're dealing with potentially is not visible. You also don't have enough just rando guards to maintain a proper yeah. watch rotation at this point. So, yeah. Uh, Layla would let you know that she is in contact with the rest of her pride and is trying to get people here as quick as she can, but they're going to be at least another two turns before anybody gets here. Um, What is there? reactions to us telling them about the message leave while you can and the bringing up the option of can we somehow just get everybody off world until this gets dealt with by somebody who isn't us which we have just said that we could probably handle it so that's maybe not maybe i don't add that part (laughs) but just like hey what's the what do we think about maybe evacuating so that no one else gets fucking murdered. No one is necessarily against that idea. 
Uh, Layla would even say, well, we probably have enough supplies to last at least until other ships arrive, if we split the crews evenly between our two ships. I will say Scowl is a little dismissive of the idea of it being some kind of ghost, um, but he will say maybe don't spread that news around to the other miners because mm-hmm. they can be a little superstitious about so, that sort of thing. Well, is that a problem, though? Like, Just so you know, Daryl knows. Yeah, Daryl does sort of and know. He will, like... Uh, and look over and you see Daryl like, like whispering gestures yeah. talking to everyone at a table. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that Daryl was the uh the camp gossip. Yeah. We should have assumed oh. though. <laughs> hmm. Um I was gonna say, like it o- Oswald, did you find any information about ways in which people have dealt with these force ghosts at all i don't believe so okay Um, otherwise mike would have mentioned it okay you rolled okay yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) i I rolled enough but not you know more than that show me a couple critical victories and i'll let you know the bad guy's secret weakness (laughs) (laughs) um in the stories that you read, there is no dealing with these things. It's, it's just getting away. the horror happens, and that's the end of the story. Yeah. Well, because right, it, it the, what's left over of the ghost is their like etheric signature, and and, and stuff like that. So, would having that would putting someone in a a lead lined box like the room have any sort of ability to trap that aether inside that's very it seems all of the logic you're spelling out there makes total sense okay okay so are you talking about busting a ghost read i may be talking about busting a ghost (laughs) mike it makes him feel good yeah that's all we can hope for wait wait there are four Ghostbusters. There are four of us. Oh shit! Tag yourself. <laughs> Oswald okay. is Ray, or maybe Egon is more appropriate, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think Steel Florian is one. Winston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. This is very important. So I think know. I'm Ray, and Florian is Venkman. That doesn't seem right. No. no. Shay is Vankman. Oh no, I'm Vankman, aren't I? Oh boo. Can I be can I be the cartoon Vankman? <laughs> yeah, we're playing by real Ghostbusters rules. Okay. Oh, am I Dave Coulier Vankman though? Ah, unfortunately. Shit. Yeah. Damn, I don't even get, get to be Lorenzo Music Vankman. That sucks. <laughs> 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 Wait, so what did that make Amari? Ray. Okay. Which You're Ray. And, <laughs> and if we're playing by cartoon rules, that makes uh, Mara Slimer. So. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. No, no it's no, Slimer in the real Slimer. Ghostbusters then. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, 
Fezness is Janine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but we do have a group Halloween costume now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just to get this straight, Amari, even though you didn't say this in your character voice, you're saying that we are to lure this specter into our lead room, perhaps? Entrap it? Uh, no, I I, I didn't ship? say any of any of well, that I... at all. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, yeah, that is. The you idea. were thinking it. I could see it in your in your mm-hmm. vacant stare <laughs> off into the distance. Mm-hmm. You could you could read it in the drool hanging from my lip. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if this darkling has attached itself to somebody or is now free of that person putting them inside of a lead box would trap it theoretically right it's aether yes that's correct so if we can well, entice do, it in do there... we know that we know that ghosts are aether darklings are a separate thing i mean they're sometimes conflated i should be saying this in my character voice they're they're sometimes conflated but they're not they behave I mean, in I similar don't... ways but you are correct yeah they're... We don't know that it... So, we have a hypothesis. I think we should probably test it so we can determine whether or not it's going to work. Right. How do we test that? Yeah, and what hypothesis is that that we're testing? If the lead-line box can trap trap an aether ghost slash darkling. So, so yeah, we're figuring out how to lure it. I would say that it would work, seeing as lead lining is what we were using to protect uh, Florian during uh, jumping, during a jump. That's true. So uh, stands to reason it would work on him, whatever this is. So how do we lure it into this, uh, onto our ship? Um, yeah. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, That's, not not that great. is the other problem. Is like, okay, then we, do we just have that? And if we do have that, it means that the new room that we have is just a ghost box now, yeah. and no longer able to be used for its original purpose. Right, that is true. It's just like that's where that thing lives forever. Right. And- and then we autopilot this ship into the sun, I think, is what... What I just <laughs> built. I know, but it has a ghost room uh, now. You could, well, actually, okay, actually, by... that like... is not true. Wait, wait, wait. We wouldn't have to. We could deliver it to the archive guy and then There's... have that. Then it would be taken care of instead of yes. me. Except, let's not forget the archive. They do work for. I'm assuming. Whoa, wait, wait. Who is here for this conversation? Yeah, that's we're, a good we're up on a stage. People. The lights are because... on us. We're all mic'd up. <laughs> we're all because mic'd up. if Layla oh, and Scowl are still They're... here, then I'm not talking about this. Okay. Florian's dumb, but he's not like actually dumb no we could all be outside having this conversation you know well because i was gonna say if after after you if if we are have if this part of the conversation we gotta huddle up i don't think shay i don't think shay is here for it because i think that i am like sweeping layla's ship like right yes good call 
I I assumed that you had probably like said like you and you and dipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us are like, okay, got to huddle up over here. Um. All right. Okay. Here's here's a thought. Yes. If it's aether, can we somehow force it into one of our extra large batteries that we've uh, requisitioned? and just jam it into one of those, then throw it into the sun. So now you are literally talking about Ghostbusters. Yeah, okay. I, I, am, I am talking about Ghostbusters, yes. Is this a show that I'm not I'm not familiar with this? Is this on the internet? We don't know. Yes, yes, it is. Ghostbusters is a universal concept. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It is the through it's, line. It's a web series in this universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean... There's no like outlet though t- to get it into the battery because it's just a thing. It's just right. like a little guy. Well, okay. The thing about ghosts is that they're mostly made of energy. That wouldn't stop them. The whole idea of like a ghost picking up an object in this setting would be literally it is the aether inside of an object that is now flying around the room hitting you. I. Uh, yeah. I have so a, trapping a ghost inside of a battery? Not a ridiculous plan. We would need some sort of vacuum. Some sort of aether leech. That is, I mean, it would be bad, but that is an option if it came down to it. Is, wait, you, uh, sorry, I, are we now suggesting that? I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. No, no, no. We are not. You just said. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I just said spitballing two ideas words. Right now. There are no bad ideas. I just said I put two <laughs> words together and I'm just seeing what happens. Now, where you took it, Florian, is that somebody is going to. Based uh, on take the literal the... definition of the words you said. I'm just saying words here, okay? But you you put the I'm context just, in there. I'm just saying if <laughs> it needed to happen, yes. If it's if it is aether based, it it could happen. So then, how do we get it out of the individual who, well, becomes the vessel? I there are no bad ideas. In no brainstorming. Okay. Speaking so, of bad ideas. Well, a whole How I'll far? Okay. So, Florian, you th- this is this is Reed saying and confirming some stuff out of out of character. Florian, you have to be touching something to Aether Leech. Mm-hmm. Shade, do only you have Shay. to be touching? No, only no. Shade has. You do not have to want be this thing in my body, bro. No. <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm just confirming some things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, same and with that's Oswald. Oswald, of you have to touch wizard it. abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's only wizards that can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I would also have to touch something. Yeah. Which is why they become vampires. Which is yeah. what we don't want shades. Right. Turn into. So yeah. here's the here's the it thing. That. Yes. Can Shay, you can can you manipulate Aether in someone else's body to move it towards another person, not yourself? I haven't. I have right, but see, it's not the it's not the touch. Like I'm trying to get Shay to you. You suck up the ghost, then Shay, not touching anyone, moves that ghost from A to B. B being the battery. The problem with In the Shay not yeah. not touching is that like Shay is still manipulating the etheric energy, and it's still like that doesn't it 
that is that is just how Shay touches Aether is yeah. about physical touch. So it would still potentially affect them in the same. And that's still way. The wor- maybe the worst case scenario out of, out of all of us. <laughs> well, I mean, in that case, then if if Florian can can do it and then displace, then immediately spend the ghost into something, you know. The other, and this is completely out of character because Florian would not suggest this. But the other thing is, is like, I kind of. He's maybe crossed the threshold of of where this is going. So I mean just put more ghost in him. Well, okay. Well <laughs> what if you saw Okay, so here well let's think more vaguely. You maybe not more vaguely, but more specific in certain regards, but more vague in a different uh aspect. The you, the person that is Florian, encompasses your mechanical arm. Can you detach your mechanical arm? You absorb it into yourself. You push it all to your fingertips, and then you just get rid of that arm. No. The arm that I have is not technologically advanced enough to do that, I don't think. Okay. Okay. Jab a USB into it. I will say, the idea of pulling energy into oneself to use is not exclusively used by those with Aether Leech. Aether Leech lets you replenish your personal Aether and then just keep it. Anyone can use Aether from a separate source, so long as they're in contact with it. So the idea of, like, say, shoving a ghost somewhere is something Amari is even capable of. Mm. So I guess we have our volunteer. All right, Amari. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> one of us. One of us. So, None of us can fly through the void. <laughs> true. Well, now, the others could eat said ghost. Yeah. Just but Amari can at least shove it. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Damn, should one of okay. us eat this ghost? Now, okay, we we technically have an incredibly reckless way to transfer this ghost into a battery. So we have a trap, theoretically. The next question is, how do we find this ghost? And I, well, I have a solution. I'm all ears. Say, we, um, Tell us I'm not here. I forgot. Yeah. Right, yes. The sensor at the bottom of the mine is uh, more sensitive, correct? It's uh, It uh, perhaps could help navigate us. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what sort of equipment it is, how large, or if it's, like, portable or anything like that. It's something we could move up here with any sort of ease. No, we could ask. As you're debating possible methods of ghost sensing entrapment. I think it's ghost, ghost entrapment, <laughs> what you might have available to you that could be used as bait, Shay, uh-huh. you find yourself moving on to the Radiant One with two of Layla's guards. They ask if you want to be accompanied as you move through the ship or if you want them posted at the entrance to the ship in case somebody tries to circle back around and leave. Well, those are actually... Or do you want to go one and one? Both really great options. It's like they're paid to think about this sort of thing. I know, and I'm not. I'm stupid. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay. How about they stay posted at the entrance? Because, like, 
if I get knifed or whatever and he tries to escape, then at least he'll get stopped and I can, like, deal with that whole situation. Okay. They give you a brief layout of the Radiant One. It's not a huge ship. It's probably a little bit smaller than the Tiresian, honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is mostly a passenger craft. There's not a lot of, like, cargo space Mm -hmm. in this ship. The ramp that you go up to get into the ship actually leads into a long hallway that goes down the entire length of the vessel. If you head right, you will pass a kind of lounge area that's used for, like, the the mess and some light entertainment, as well as the, uh, what's called the ambassador's quarters. This is some kind of ambassadorial craft, Mm -hmm. but that is, like, Layla's rooms. And then past that is the bridge. Okay. If you hang a left at the top of those stairs, that is cruise quarters and engineering and some, like, uh, odds and ends equipment rooms. Okay. It is pretty straightforward layout. All right. In theory, if you're standing at the top of this ramp and looking to your left and to your right, you can see the entire length of the ship and there is only one other exit from the ship and that is on the bridge. Okay. So when I get to the top, I will start kind of feeling out for this etheric signature. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Reaching out with your etheric senses, you cast about and it's odd. It feels like your etheric sense isn't reaching as far as it should. (gasps) And in the immediate vicinity, you cannot feel a sense of Prontus Machius. All right. Um, Well, I will go right first. Okay. Towards the lounge and the ambassador's quarters and the bridge. Yeah. Okay. You move up and into this main hallway, and it's dark in here. No lights come on as you enter the ship. There's still a little bit of light from like a viewport in the lounge and you can see down the hallway directly into the bridge and there's like the view screens there that shed daylight into this ship. So it's not black by any means, but it's just there's no interior lighting as far as you can tell. Is there like a a light panel I can uh, use? Yeah, just inside in the hallway you see there's a small control panel for like regulating interior lights and climate control. Okay, like to turn the lights on. The panel doesn't respond to you. Uh, <laughs> I am going to get on my comms. Okay. Uh, to like our group and say, um, I might be coming back out to you guys. Something funky's happening. And you get this response that is just this. Yep. 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 Going back Static sound. Back downstairs, march downstairs. And you come out and glance around at the night of the world around you. Glance around. The fact that it was before noon. Yeah. And now it is nighttime takes you by surprise, to say the least. I, 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 I would say so. The more upsetting feature is the fact that normally there's like a weird haze to the air. This kind of like yellowish haze that you've 
were alerted to when you first came to this planet. And even at night, that kind of was there. And that seems to be an effect of the sun reflecting off of the gas giant that mm-hmm. this moon orbits. Mm-hmm. Is it a different The night you can color? see. Yes, hmm. it is. Hmm. How did you know? You glance up and you see eclipsed in the sky is the gas giant with a, a thin corona of white light around it. But all the other color that bleeds off of it is a swirling green with little strands of purple woven through it. Uh, uh, I don't want to be here. Uh, 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 and the guards, like, like there's nobody here. I don't, don't <laughs> want to be here, here, here. I don't want to be here, here, here. Shay, sorry for our darling listeners. Shay is doing what I'm doing, having heard that, and is just sort of like doing the the throat cut gesture at themselves. Like, okay, no, no more talk. The signifier of okay, I'm not going to talk anymore. Um, the, there's no, I can't see Enik. There's nobody. Like I'm alone. <laughs> turn around and look, and the guards aren't there. You turn and look towards the radiant one. It appears empty, and you do a full circle until finally you're standing face to face with a perfect shadowy reflection <laughs> of yourself wearing a bone white mask. Like heartless. Oh shit. And it seems to be turning at the exact same time as you until you're facing each other. Uh. And it is standing in the exact same posture as you. Oh. Uh, I Shay tries to God, how Oh my god, I don't even know How how Does this feel at all similar to when I'm Not astral projecting But sort of astral projecting Like when I'm not in my body No No. You feel the earth beneath your feet You feel gravity You feel the strange cold sensation as your etheric senses extend barely any distance beyond your body. But other than that, it feels normal. As normal as it can be beneath an emerald sun (laughs) facing a shadowy doppelganger. Yeah. Um, I run towards the Tiresian. You turn and move and the reflection turns and moves so that it is moving parallel with you as you move towards the Tiresian. You see the Tiresian is this long, proud ship converted from a vessel of war into something more akin to spycraft. And as you move towards it, the cargo bay ramp is still down as you left it before. I am trying to get to our lead-lined room. This thing is following me so close. I'm, I like, I want to try to get into the room and move the panel, like, before it can follow me. I guess. And you sprint in, and this thing is tracking you, movement for movement, as though it is anticipating exactly what you're yeah, going to right? do, moving in parallel. And as you move up the stairs in the cargo bay, it is on the opposite side of the cargo bay, moving up the other set of stairs. You both meet and converge at the hallway and begin moving at it in parallel. You are on the right side of the hallway and duck into the room and slam the door. And there's a whomp on the other side of the door as something hits it on the opposite side. And then you are alone inside of a lead-lined room. 
Nothing happened, though. I didn't fix it. It is dark in here. Yeah. And a voice says, Is everything okay, Shay? Oh, Mera, it's not. How is there anything I can here? do to help? I have always been here. I'm... I'm not here right now. Uh, it's hard to explain. Um, Fascinating. Is this a metaphysical question? I'm beginning to understand those. It might be. I was on the the Radiant One, the other ship, and I very suddenly couldn't get in contact with anyone uh, after I had reached out with my etheric senses. There was just static, and then I came outside, and it was dark, and there was nobody around, and the sun was green, and not like a good green, you know? Uh, I do not. Green is the void. Do you know about the void? Of course. Right. Uh, and there was a shadowy version of me with bone white mask on uh, and moving in parallel with me and I thought maybe if I got to the Tiresian's leadline room that maybe it would fix it all but it didn't and so now I'm here talking to you and I don't know what's going on and I don't know how to get back to where everyone else is and I don't everyone know else we... is up at the mining camp no I know I know but they're not from my perspective I, I see. I can't see anyone, even when I'm outside. I do not wish to offend you, Shay, but I think you might be perceiving reality in a way that is... Mm, untrue? Hallucination is the word I would associate with your experience at this moment. Oh, nuts. Are you experiencing that as well? Nuts? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that might be. Oh my god, she's learning. She can make puns now. I don't know how... I don't know how to stop hallucinating. I have very little experience in these matters. Yeah. Me too. If you'd like, I could summon the others to the ship. Yeah. Yeah, if you could let them know what I told you. I, I can do that, Shay. I won't be able to see them or hear them, but... We shall see upon their arrival, I suspect. Yeah, yeah. My voice sounds normal in here. As far as you can tell, yeah. Okay. You all get an alert on your comms from Mara, saying that Shay is experiencing some kind of hallucination and is currently on the isolation room aboard the Tiresian. Oh. But, um, <laughs> let us go. Nuts. Well, yeah. Let me head that way. And we're off. Okay. You... Get to the Tiresian pretty quick. You find the two guards standing outside of your ship, and they are awkwardly looking at each other as you approach, and then one will nudge the other one, and the one that got nudged will step up and say, Uh, sir, uh, we were just about to contact you. Um, something your companion has, um... Yeah, they're experiencing hallucinations. Yeah, I already know. Thanks. Wait, so oh, is that what's happening? It's okay. A, it's a possible effect of the thing that's here the thing that's killing people yeah what did you see we saw them enter the radiant one uh, they lingered in the central hallway for a moment and then ran outside and had some kind of panic attack and then fled back to your ship okay all right well that 
Let's go make sure they're okay. Okay. Uh, do you want us to accompany you or no, uh, return to the Geminis? Yeah. Oh, okay, we can do that too. I mean, we should ha- have someone. Yeah, I mean, we kind of need Shay to do the scan of the radiant one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So you all troop back up onto the Tiresian, and as you come aboard, you Mara's voice quietly tracking with you so that she can't be heard outside of the ship will say, Thank you for making haste. I'm worried about Shay. And as are we. Thank you for letting us know. Uh, where on the ship are they? Oh, they're in the safe room. The isolation chamber that you constructed, yes. Yes, okay, excellent. You troop up the stairs onto the catwalk overlooking the cargo bay and then troop down the hallway. And Oswald and Amari are moving down the hall towards that door. It's just ahead of you on the right. And Florian, you see the dark figure standing just outside of the door, hand pressed against the isolation chamber, and it turns and looks down the corridor with a bone-white mask towards you. And I think it is there that we are going to end today's session of Material Components and find out exactly what this Darkling has intended next time. Because as always, you can find us online at matcomrpg on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff. So come hang out. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer doing a lot of tabletop RPG and other fan art. You can also support me on Patreon and Coffee. Links to both of those are in my Twitter profile. You can find me at The Readamus on Instagram and Twitter, where I post jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature. So come check it out. And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Please, please, please do so. Indeed, and finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always, the world is chaos, so please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.